garage, the cottage had been wired up for the electricity, but they couldn't afford to use it. They still used candles or oil lamps, while most of their neighbours had the comfort and convenience the electricity provided. It made her life so much harder. Ireland was still a poor country, and Offaly was one of the least affluent of the twenty-six counties, but the O'Rourke's were the poorest of the poor. Martin did his best. He'd work at anything if it brought in a few shillings, but often there was no work to be had, and when there was, and he did spend the occasional shilling on drink, she didn't have the heart to complain. Things hadn't been too bad for them in the early days, but as the number of children had increased, it had become harder and harder to make ends meet. She had long ago resigned herself to the fact that she was raising her children only to see them emigrate. There was no other choice for either them or herself but she'd never before had to resort to what had now been decided for Angela, her youngest daughter. She had cried so many bitter tears as she'd discussed it with Martin, but in her heart she knew it had to be done. Mary and Liam can give her a decent home, Maura, Martin urged. Hasn't he a steady job with Bart Namona and a grand little house with every comfort, electricity, hot water, even a bathroom? She nodded miserably. It wouldn't be possible to give the new baby to Mary. She wouldn't be able to cope with it. And besides, she believed that a baby thrived on its mother's milk. Her sister and her husband lived in what could only be described as luxury compared to their circumstances. Liam worked at the turf-fired power station, and their small, neat house on the edge of the little town of Edenderry had electricity, hot and cold running water, and even a tiny bathroom. Of course, all that could not hope to compensate for the great sorrow of not having been blessed with children. Poor Mary had said countless novenas. She had gone on a pilgrimage to Nock. She had climbed Cropatric, the holy mountain in Mayo, in her bare feet. But heaven remained deaf to all her entreaties. Maura often pondered why poor Mary was childless when she herself had seven and her other sisters had a dozen between them. Martin wondered, was it Liam or Mary who was at fault? But Father Kenny often said that no blame should be apportioned, for who are we to question the ways of Almighty God? Martin took her hand and squeezed it. Think of all the good things, Maura. She'd be well fed and have decent clothes on her back. She'll not grow up bold or ignorant, with no learning or manners on her at all. She'll not be after having to take the emigrant ship either, you can be certain of that. Won't they want to keep her with them to mind them in their old age? Sure there'll be no one left to mind us, Maura. They'll all have gone to England or America, he pointed out. She couldn't argue with him. Everything he'd said was true. But it broke her heart to have to literally give her child away because they just couldn't afford to feed and clothe her. She'd come to look on Angela as the baby of the family, and once Mary and Liam took her, she would become theirs. She would see little of her daughter. Edenderry was twenty miles away, too far for visiting, as they had no transport of any kind, and train fares were well beyond their means. In future, she'd see her little daughter no more than once or twice a year, and then only if Mary and Liam brought her to visit. Still, the alternative didn't bear thinking about— It would have killed her to have put Angela into an institution. She'd heard that life was fierce, harsh in those places, 
even though it was what Sister Imelda up at the convent had suggested, and for Martin, it would be the greatest humiliation of all. Mary was her oldest sister, her own flesh and blood. She would take good care of Angela, hadn't she said so in her letter? No, Maura wouldn't let her child go among strangers, even though they were almost destitute. I'll get her a few bits together tomorrow, and I'll tell her first thing in the morning, she said dejectedly, already dreading trying to find the words. I'll go above to the church and ask Father Kenny if he can get us a ride with someone, even if it's only for part of the way. I know it's hard, Maura, and we'll all miss her, but, but tis for the best. Tis better than an institution, and in years to come she'll thank us so she will. Angela stood.